Oh, hi TJ, it's John the Editor here. Uh, recently I went to the CIPD Annual Conference and Exhibition and I spoke to CEO of the CIPD, Peter Cheese. We talked about how HR and L&D are converging. We talked about the future skills needed for these departments. And generally it was a very interesting chat about the direction of the CIPD and the direction of uh, L&D and HR departments in general. This was an open session uh, with lots of other journalists here, but I managed to squeeze a couple of questions in. And so here we are. This is my chat with Peter Cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it will come out in the edit. So part of the uh, synopsis of this interview session is possibly about the forces shaping HR and L&D. So what yeah. do you think the forces yeah. are that are shaping HR and L&D? Well, I think you have to sort of go into the, the wider forces that are affecting work. <clears throat> and, you know, the... I often talk about it in a sort of pest model, so political, economic, sociological and technological change. But what is interesting, which is why people talk about sort of inflection points, is how much all of those things are coming together. Um, So obviously we talk a lot about technology influencing the future work, and what what we can all see is that uh, one of the effects of technology, to bring it back into things like L&D, is that the jobs and roles that people do will be changing at a much faster rate. So our ability to upskill and reskill becomes a really fundamental competence. And, and as I'm always saying to the L&D community, I think L&D will be seen and needs to be seen as one of the most strategic competences for businesses to be able to be agile and adaptive. So whether, as I said, the change has been driven by technology or so- social change or political change, whatever, it, what it results in is this ability to be much more adaptive. And as I said, whether it's about skills, whether it's about things like the organizational culture, because when we talk about ideas like trust and empowerment, I mean, agile businesses work because everybody's entrusted and, and, and the frontline staff, they're the ones out there you know, really working with their customers or, or, or the outside world. So to be able to empower and trust them to be agile and adapt and then feed that back into the system. All those sorts of ideas. Um, So for us, all of these constructs, I think, create a a very interesting future for our profession. But as we've been saying consistently, we've got to step up. We as the professional body got to make sure that we are enabling that shift. And part of it is, is looking at how we develop the skills and capabilities within the profession. And if you will, the way in which we approach business in a different way from perhaps we've approached it in the past. And I think that's really exciting. It's a really exciting opportunity. I've not been to this event before because I mostly focus on L&D. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. But it feels like there's more of a, an infusion of L&D within HR or perhaps these two disciplines are coming together. Does that sound fair? It seems like it's, there's a bit more of an L&D influence. Yeah, and it, it, I mean, if I take it back a little bit, John, I mean, the... the um, Back in the 90s, so what was the Institute of People Management merged with what was the Institute of Training and Development. So if you like, in simple terms, that was kind of an HR, core HR profession, people management, merging with the L&D profession, if you will. I think for quite a long time, we then, and a lot of people in the L&D world told me this when I started in 2012, that we sort of mushed those things together to the extent that L&D was beginning to lose its identity within our profession. So one of the things I said when I started, so seven years ago, um, was we need to reinvigorate our connection to the L&D community because I, I think of it as concentric circles, or, or sorry, um, overlapping circles. So you've got kind of HR where you'd say, well, historically the core focus of HR is on the whole employee life cycle, you know, recruiting, developing, retaining, performance management, all these sorts of things. 
And then you've got learning and development, which is fundamentally, of course, focused on upskilling and reskilling and building the kind of competencies and capabilities that we need. Now, clearly, there's, there's some overlap between the two, but it's equally important to recognize the differences as well, in the sense that for many people in the L&D profession, it's say, you know, my f fundamental thing is I'm a learning designer. I don't see myself necessarily as some HR person, people management stuff. I'm a learning designer. So actually over the years we've done an awful lot to reinvigorate that community. We've developed completely new learning and development qualifications, uh, re-established a lot of connection with the L&T community, and we've seen that community grow strongly within our membership. So as we move forward, what we're saying is that recognizing those, because the third, the third overlapping circle I tend to draw is the one with OD, so organization development. So, but there is a common core, and what we're trying to shift the common core to is not one which is, well, here's all the processes, but here's the core knowledge that we all need. Whether I'm a learning development professional, whether I'm an OD professional, or a traditional HR person, there, there is common and core knowledge that we need to understand, and part of it's about some of the contextual shifts we've already talked about, so better understanding things like technology, uh, better understanding things like evidence and analytics, just as important in the L&D world as it is in you know, core HR and so on. So that's where we're moving it to. And then, of course, beyond that, called recognizing the distinct specialisms uh, and communities that we need to support. So, so that's how we're seeing it. And we will absolutely continue to grow and support the L&D professional community within uh, that overall construct. Um, right. And I think we're doing some really exciting stuff in L&D. And as I said, take it back to my earlier comment, which L&D people tend to like when I say it, is that I absolutely believe that L&D can and should be at the heart of strategic competence of an organization. But just as with all this stuff, L&D has got to step up as well. We've got to use technology effectively, we've got to understand our outcomes, we've got to use more evidence. So it's the same, same constructs, I think, that's got to drive L&D as well. Cool. Okay. Thank you.